0: Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 165. We are back with video. I'm back. Finally, I'm one yes. of your hosts. I'm Mike.
1: I'm Tyler. Welcome. We uh we have returned. Yeah, see us again. I got the fresh cut. Mike is back. Uh let's get right into it, man. Wildcard games are over.
0: That was a good football weekend, man.
1: Very good. Very good. Very yeah. Pretty, I think, more exciting than I thought it would be, to be honest. But um, I
0: agree, and it was more surprising than I thought it would be in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's get which one you want to start with. You want to go in order?
0: Yeah, I think we could go in order. So Raiders
1: Bengals, right? Was Saturday first game? I think first
0: game, and this was I didn't see the Bengals annihilate the Chiefs. Well, two players specifically annihilate the Chiefs. Mm Um, I really hadn't watched them till until like since I don't know, like midpoint of the season. Right. Uh but man, Joe Burrow is is every bit as real as the hype says he is.
1: Yeah, he is.
0: You know what's he crazy? Is. Like we'll we'll talk about a lot of young quarterbacks with the other games. Mm-hmm. He was the only he's a second year guy, essentially a rookie practically.
1: Yeah, because uh, the injury.
0: Right. Yeah. He's got a rookie amount of playing time. Yep. And he was as composed as any quarterback that played over the weekend.
1: Great, great word to use composed. He was so composed. Very I, that,
0: that shocked me. Yeah. Because the Raiders, you know, they're not, their defense isn't crazy, but the one guy, the one lineman was wreaking havoc all game. Mm hmm his name max something i think
1: But keep talking i'll I'll find it
0: no but again their defense was not playing well except this one guy and he kept getting pressure kept like he kept being in the vicinity and burrow was not phased one time
1: yeah he wasn't
0: took a hit didn't bother him like occasionally missed the throw moved right on
1: yeah max crosby you're right
0: yes with yeah, yeah they were talking about him during the game like, the, the rankings, they had the rankings, and he was the only elite defender they had. Right. And then he started wreaking havoc, and I'm like, wow, he lived up to the hype, but, man, Burrow just responded every single time.
1: Yep, he did. He did. He made it look easy.
0: Oh, yeah. He
1: made it look really easy.
0: You know, he reminded me of, because um, he's not really quick, mm-hmm. but he, he's good at, like, reading where to escape yeah. And when to escape. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of uh like a prime big Ben. Mm, okay. I like that. Same kind of thick, like he could take contact. Mm-hmm. Very slow in the open field, but in, in tight windows, he seems to like escape for some reason.
1: Yeah. And he's a little bit less risky than Ben, but of course. He like in some ways he is, and in some ways he isn't. You know, like in some ways he is just as risky, but just not as often as Benton was.
0: Yeah. You know, another wild stat they showed during the game is that the Bengals lead the league in big play, uh, like I think touchdowns. Oh, okay. And yet Burrow was the league leader in completion percentage. I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's 70%, which I was like, yo, he's going down the field and he's still this accurate super accurate. Yeah. Bengals are going to be a problem.
1: <sighs> well, we'll we'll get into that later, but yeah,
0: they look great. I don't know if the, I don't they know if there will be a problem this playoff run. I don't know if they're ready to repeat what they did in the wild mm-hmm. card game, but obviously the competition is going to be much tougher. Right. But the future looks bright.
1: Do you think like if there was if there was something to Add to their team. What do you think it would be? You think it's just the defensive end that probably could
0: depth take, um... on defense? Because the yeah. one they had, they also had a good. I don't remember if he was a linebacker or a lineman, but uh, Hendrickson, mm-hmm. who was also making a lot of plays. He almost caused. Uh, um, what was it the the he almost got a sack in their end zone? Almost got two points. Yeah. A safety. Yeah. And and then he got hurt. And that's when the Raiders started kind of inching back in the game. Yeah, car all the car went from under pressure to comfortable, like literally the next drive.
2: Yep,
0: I was like, "Eh, you know, you're not going to win in the playoffs if one guy goes down and all of a sudden you can't stop people, right? So probably just depth because obviously they got talent all over the place.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's next? the bills game
0: this was <laughs> this was bizarre honestly
1: <laughs> yeah this was crazy i First don't know if I've ever
0: i've seen i think i've seen regular season performances like this but to do, to walk in that man with all the pressure i mean we talked about it last week like the bills couldn't lose this game right um they're they're like a favorite to make a super bowl run. They're so elite all over the place. Uh, and
1: and to me they're in a spot where like this is their window. They have like a probably 100%. a 3 year window.
0: 100%.
1: Whereas like this is probably the best the team is going to be.
0: Oh yeah, I it's hard to imagine they get any better. Right. But the, what's insane and and if you watch the game, I mean, you probably didn't make it all the way through. There was no reason to. Right. Um, I had the game up. Obviously, I kind of stopped paying attention to it. But I still mm-hmm. was, like, noticing all the big plays and stuff. And it was bizarre how unstoppable Josh Allen looked.
1: He was insane.
0: I mean, when they talk about... Paying people a lot of money and giving guys, like, top-tier contracts off potential. This is one of those games. that That is what I'm looking for when I say potential. Yeah. I want my – when my quarterback's at his best, the, the defense is hopeless. Yep. And that's what New England looked – every time they had him, he got through. He ran it. He, he has a cannon for an arm. It's insane. Yep. And it's just like when he's focused, that's that's all the bills need. They need Josh Allen to wake up locked in that day. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that Josh Allen that I saw on Saturday, I was like, dude, I don't care if forget the criticisms I've had. Like, I'll take those with this.
1: Right. His vision I mean, looks amazing.
0: I know he's I mean, seeing the field exactly what I
1: complained about. And it's what I've I complained about too, what I never see. Any other time, I I think he he misses wide open guys so often. And then this game, he was hitting everybody and only had four incompletions.
0: Dude, they were just they kept scoring (laughs) every drive. Like, dude, I've never seen New England get exposed this bad. Yeah, it was really bad, man. (laughs) And uh, Bill Belichick, like, I don't know if you read the story that he went into the Bills locker room after to congratulate him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: i mean I, normally i'd be like that's crazy but after that performance i completely understand
1: yeah you get he had, he had to give it up because i mean there's nothing to even be bitter about with when a team is this on fire you know
0: yeah it it's just it's scary because i don't no other quarterback could dominate like that
1: no not really
0: not like that. Not with he's got like the best of Lamar and the best of Mahomes when he's clicking. Yeah, it's just, it's. I mean, he doesn't have like the creativity that Mahomes has on the run.
1: Yeah, and he's not quite as quick as Lamar, but
0: I I mean, but he's your bigger. Point is valid. He's he's yeah. he like for for the speed that he doesn't have with Lamar, he's bigger. He could take hits. Yeah, it's just man, he is really like he's he can be scary good
1: he's like cam newton 2.0
0: yeah that mvp cam newton year where i'm like dude how the fuck is the league gonna stop him yeah that's what josh allen is looking like
1: yep 98.5
0: qbr jesus (laughs) and and i actually think mac jones played better than i thought he would
1: yeah i think so too I thought I thought this game New England was going to have more impact defensively. I didn't think Mac was going to, you know, make a v- huge impact on the game, but I definitely no. thought the defense would be better.
0: And and that hasn't their blueprint all year has been defense like everything but the throwing game, passing right. game.
1: Right. Let's keep it simple for Mac and let's do everything else. Yeah, easily. so if,
0: you know, coming into the game if you told me that the Bills were going to get in the shootout no, Patriots are done. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, this was impressive. I can't even – I can't lie.
1: Very impressive, yeah. Okay, next game. What can you say, man? It's, it's the Bucks and the Eagles. It's Tom Brady, man. That's really I, – I don't think anyone thought the Eagles had much of a chance in this game. No. I mean we, we pointed out the ways the Eagles could probably make an impact on the game, but at the end of the day, we know what time it is. Tom's not going home first round to in a card game with the Eagles. Yeah,
0: not to the Eagles. I, I will say the Eagles disappointed me with how um incompetent they looked. Yeah. Like their getting to the playoffs was a plus for their coach who's kind of been on the not hot seat, but teetering on the verge of it in his first year oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right he had all the random st- he was saying nonsense early in the year yeah. um again that's the- i'm not saying he was gonna get fired because he got the team to the playoffs that's that's really impressive considering the roster
1: but they only beat losing record teams. oh yeah
0: yeah yeah when you when you yeah. deep dive their playoff appearance yeah doesn't look nearly as good,
1: and but you know there's a positive to say about that because you beat the teams you're supposed to beat, right? That's what you 100%. need from a coach, and you know they did that, but you know man, Jalen Hurts can't be out there by himself either. Not that he, not that yeah. he played good in this game, but he led the team in rushing yards. Yeah, it's not, it's not gonna work.
0: I almost wanted more, if if, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm watching the game, and every time they pass, I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. Y'all seem all right just running the ball.
1: <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Because, I mean, it, he led the team in rushing yards with only 39 yards. It's not like yeah. he had 89 yards and let them. He's like, Yeah. Yeah. And then no, he, Tampa Bay's defense played
0: better than I thought they would. I know,
1: with guys missing, so many guys right.
0: missing. Right. So that was, you know, once I saw the first couple drives that the defense was playing well, I'm like, man, Eagle, you had a good year, you know, good luck in the offseason. Yeah.
1: Yep. All right, moving on. Uh, This is the game. 49ers and the Cowboys.
0: This was hard to watch. this is this is i I honestly there's so many places to start, yeah, well, I'll start with I was right, I called it, mm-hmm. I literally said San Francisco would be more physical, they would run the ball much better, yeah, uh, and when you do when you could do those things, you control the game right. But Dallas, like, if if this isn't a wake up call that Dallas is not good enough, I don't know what would be.
1: That just Dallas or somebody specific?
0: Oh, there's a lot of specifics. (laughs) A lot of specific names come to mind that aren't good enough. Right. Just just let's just compare team to team. And, and I should have done this last episode, to be honest, because if you really compare star to star, you yeah. see how um, how flawed the Cowboys strategy to be a great team is. Mm-hmm. The highest paying quarterback played for the Cowboys in this game. Right. I couldn't tell you who the best quarterback in this game was. Right. The best, the highest paid running back was Ezekiel Elliott. The 49ers had a minimum of two running backs better than him. Mm -hmm. They only need the guy, the guy Ayuk, who got like two carries. I, I got more excited watching him run the ball than Zeke.
1: Right. And they were really off receptions. Think about it. Like just those, actions.
0: before I move on, think about how much they pay those two guys.
1: Bro, Ezekiel Elliott had less rushing yards than Jalen Hurts did in his game.
0: That, that is, that tells you all you need to know. And more carries. Just, <laughs> you can't, you can't structure your organization around star power and then not have it in important games right and then question why are we losing because your max contract quarterback played like jimmy garoppolo
1: wishes he played like jimmy garoppolo
0: (laughs) at times exactly no but like elijah mitchell who just got to the league better than ezekiel elliott yeah just Debo Samuel alone. Debo Samuel deserves the money that Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott make combined. Yeah. And that's an insane number. Yeah. So again, Amari's the highest paid receiver on the field. He was the best receiver was in a 49ers uniform.
1: Might have been Debo Samuel too.
0: I think it yeah. was. Yeah. Best he tight end. The most
1: yards, but um, he, you know, he had the second most receptions.
0: Yeah. I mean, you look at, they have the be- 49ers had the better tight end, even though he didn't play that well. They yeah. had, I saw better line play from the 49ers all game. That's why they could run the ball. Yep. That's why Dak Prescott played like Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean yep. their their linebackers are just as good. Oh, I heard Trayvon Diggs all year. Where was he? Nowhere to be found. I heard Micah Parsons all year. You like you can't just not play like trash. I need you to explode on the field.
1: Zero sacks.
0: All year, all year. Micah Parsons. Oh my God, like so incredible. Defensive player of the year candidate. He just made basic plays. Yeah. Didn't have any momentum plays. Didn't pop out on the field. Was virtually non-existent. Yeah. Was just as good as like any other line, like Vander Esch, who's been average for a long time too, by the way. Yeah. Again, your organization is the entire culture is we pay stars and then we, explode offensively or wherever your stars are and Mm -hmm. the 49ers are better in with your strategy they're better their stars are better they have a culture their coaching is better organizationally the 49ers are better at essentially everything on the field yep think about that think about how demoralizing that is
1: it is and and you know 49ers just had way more composure in this game. Dallas just looked desperate for 80% of the game.
0: They look like they never been there before.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Garoppolo been there. A lot of their guys have been there. hmm And I mean, like you said, we go back to the word composure. Yeah. I saw it from so on so many occasions from the 49ers. I I'm not sure if I ever saw it from the Cowboys. I didn't.
1: And, it, and it we're not talking about the last play.
0: Oh dude, what is there to talk about? <laughs> dude, yeah. even, you know it's bad because when you talk about the overall game, you know, yeah. the the really loyal Cowboy fans they're they're still delusional as always. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they're blaming the refs because you know you couldn't fucking play by the rules, but that's an, another complaint that we don't need to get into. Right. Even the, the those loyal fans are sick at the, the call. Yeah. A draw with 14 seconds? And they had the nerve after the game to talk about they they executed in practice. You lead the league in penalties. Why do you even practice? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then Dak Prescott Prescott encouraging the fucking fans to throw shit at the ref. Like, yo, Dak, where the fuck were you? What did he say? Good
1: for them or
0: yeah. good on their part? <laughs> yeah, good for them. <laughs> and he, he like apologized, whatever. But it, honestly, man, I, I really, it bothers me that Mike McCarthy is like getting the, the majority of the blame because he That's was not the problem him. all year long. Yeah. You couldn't manage the clock all year long, you were getting penalties, costing you games. Remember, I talked about week two, they played the Chargers. They barely yeah. got the win. And week two, I was talking about goddamn Dallas. How many, how many penalties are we gonna have? Right. They didn't have that conversation apparently. Cause they nope. just kept on fucking getting called for shit. Yeah. And I've never watched I've never watched 14 penalties and not question one of them. <laughs> not one time They're was like, all eh, obvious. Yeah. Every and time, last one,
1: the last one when he, uh, uh, I forgot what it was, I forgot what he was. In. I he think it was like, a holding.
0: Ta- when, he when he just tackles, tackles the guy, dude. yeah, for nothing. Like, what were you doing? <laughs> and it so and towards the end, Dallas was like expecting to get penalties. Yeah, they early were in the game. Early in the game, you could see frustration. Late in the game, it looked like part of the goddamn game plan.
1: Yeah. I never get that about football players. They like how they let dumb penalties is just not phase them. They don't talk to the player about it. They just like, all right, next play.
0: I know. It's insane. Yeah. I just Yeah. All I could think about watching the and the reason I don't blame uh Mike McCarthy, you know, no more than usual, yeah, is because you paid Dak Prescott, like he was Josh Allen. Like Like he he was was Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, better than Josh Allen. Like Like he's literally in the, whoever's in the top tier of quarterbacks, let's say Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and that's probably it.
1: Right. You pay him like he
0: belonged in that three. You go to a wild card game, and he gets outplayed by Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Yeah. Clearly, too. No question about it. Outplayed. Insanity. Yep. Cowboys suck.
0: Their stars are all overpaid. C.J. Lamb's going to get overpaid, too. He is, too. And, of course, the guy who made your offense explosive, let's get him one target or one reception. Right.
1: Right. I, I don't know how... They've kept Zeke this long. I really don't. How they kept him and still play him as much as they do with him doing basically nothing.
0: I don't even think he was the third best running back. Tony Pollard's, like, three carries look better than anything Zeke did.
1: Yeah, basically. All right. Uh, I don't have much to say about this one either.
0: Steelers and Chiefs. This was the only game I turned off of the entire weekend. I even, I left the Josh Allen. I left Monday's game up. Yeah. This, I I was good on this one.
1: Great career, Ben Roethlisberger. Thanks for everything. Thanks for the memories. Seven. Then the last three quarters, that's what they had. Seven, seven, and seven.
0: It's kind of disappointing because he's, He's probably a top 10. Like, he's statistically a top 10 quarterback. Statistically, and, he might be top five. Yeah, I i wouldn't be mad at that at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's crazy because you look at his career like, damn, he could have been better. Yeah. That's what yeah. sucks. He's had
1: a lot of adversity. Um, yeah. You know, two of his teammates are like, you know, out of control behavior-wise now uh, probably the two best teammates he had in the last decade yeah and then the other teammates he has every time they had a young guy show a lot of promise they were gone they never got re-signed over and over again uh, and obviously part of that is probably leadership it yeah. wasn't there like some of the other guys uh, but yeah I, I always liked ben so congrats to retirement. If he's retiring, he still won't like still won't come out and really say, yo, I'm done.
0: I mean, with Ben, you never know. Cause I mean, he was saying the the stupid shit before the game, how like they had no chance at all. Yeah. So let's just go have fun. <laughs> ben, Ben was an on the field leader. He wasn't a vocal leader, I can tell you that.
1: Exactly um,
0: um yeah he had a great career chiefs looked great it took him a second though
1: he did yeah a couple a couple quarter of was bad. bad
0: yeah a couple bad first quarter was rough pretty much all around then they had the f- scooping score for the Steelers. yeah and i was like oh like are they gonna have to play under pressure and then i guess that was the all the pressure they needed because they were unstoppable after that
1: yeah he was going like straight to the end zone every possession Pretty much,
0: and it was nice to see uh, Kelsey play very well.
1: Yep, Kelsey played good. Tyreek looked good. Uh, McKinnon played fantastic. Yeah, absolutely fantastic.
0: They, they're always sneaky. I also like that they're they always start to run the ball more come playoff time. Yeah, because Andy Reid's been around a long time. He knows how it works. So I like yep. I like the balance I saw.
1: Yep. Now, to I would say this was the best matchup of the of the wild card
0: games. I was very excited for this. Uh, Arizona versus L.A.
1: Kyler Murray versus Matthew Stafford. Uh, Kyler Murray's oh. receiving team versus Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, and Van Jefferson, basically.
0: No, DeAndre Hopkins, right, which was proved to be a complete disaster. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't because when Hopkins was playing, he wasn't like he wasn't doing what the the Bengals fed. guys doing.
1: Yeah, he wasn't fed like that. Yeah, he wasn't not like dominating
0: like, their offense,
1: not even like Diggs or
0: um no, or any not of even as much as
1: like Tyreek Hill, huh?
0: Yeah. None of the number I think he's one of the bottom tier, like number one guys as far as how many touches he gets.
1: Yeah. He's almost um oh man, what's his name? He had a from the Titans. Just came to the Titans. I can't believe I forgot his name right now. You're
0: talking about Derrick Henry? No,
1: j- he just got there, the receiver. Oh, from-
0: oh um Julio Jones.
1: Yeah, like Julio is kind of like that for them now because yeah. they don't feed him at all. But we know what time it is if he does get the ball. That's kind yeah. of how Hopkins is. But um,
0: a complete disaster.
1: It was a complete disaster, man. This is one of the worst games at all. The Jalen Hurts played bad. Um, Patriots obviously played Ben bad. played bad. All these guys that play bad, Kyler Murray by far played the worst. I mean, he just straight up played bad. It wasn't like, you know, Jalen Hurts has no weapons. Ben is 45 years old. Kyler Murray is a spring chicken.
0: And <laughs> go down the list. We watched Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, uh, Both played Josh Allen, yeah. Mac Jones, Dak Prescott. Both,
1: uh, all of them played better,
0: yeah. Just every quarterback that played, I mentioned with Burrow, composure. Yeah. I saw – even Dak Prescott, who was awful, I saw yeah. the, the his last touchdown throw, composure. It was, yeah. I don't yeah. – Kyle Murray – Kyler Murray didn't have composure till the game was over.
1: <laughs> he was just waiting for it to end.
0: He was just – bro. he looked so, like – he looked so impatient. Yeah, he did. That's what he threw so me off.
1: Nervous, so rushed.
0: Yeah, he was so, like, jittery. He kept escaping for no reason. Yeah. Like, he was just uncomfortable. And it, it's not – I mean, they the defense played great, but initially it was just him making really bad throws. It was. And not letting the – got like, the routes develop, not seeing the field. Yep. I got to this game late because I was going to get food. Mm-hmm. So in Monday night, you got to watch. For those of you who don't, you got to watch the uh, Peyton and Eli. Uh, so yeah. funny. It is. Yeah. And and I'm sure you saw. So I got to the game a little bit before the infamous play that pretty much ended it. Mm-hmm. So I get to the game. I'm setting up, kind of keeping an eye like, wow, Arizona's on the verge of defeat already. Yeah all right, they got to make something happen. And they get the ball backed up to their own end zone. I finally get comfortable. And the rock, by the way, is being interviewed by Peyton and Eli. And they asked him to give like motivational, like something to hype the Cardinals to get back in the game. Yeah. And he's hit like the, the verse lyrics that he, he hit on Tech Nine's song, <laughs> so he's he's yeah. saying all this random like stupid motivational shit. Yeah, and then Kyler makes the dumbest fucking play <laughs> I've seen all year. Yeah,
1: that was like Carson Wentz status. Oh dumb.
0: yeah, that was the, the the play he threw against the Titans when he just like threw yeah. it up in the end zone. Yeah, this was just as dumb. It was <laughs> honestly. You're falling down. What are you thinking?
1: <laughs> just take the two points, man. It's just two points versus it's 7. Two
0: points. Again, you're throwing it up, dude. Y'all are getting ran over right now. Yeah. Like at that point, the defense was coming at them every play because they knew they were pre- the pressure was getting to them. You know, every time the quarterback plays like trash, every defense sends blitzes yeah and this is the
1: team the ultimate blitz team aaron donald von miller i mean i know they're coming for you
0: bro this when he he's about to fall and he throws it up i'm like i was dumbfounded i'm eating and i almost spit my food out (laughs) like bro you learn this in peewee like in high school football you learn this yeah Like, bro, don't gamble. Like, if if you're if we fucked up, take the L. Don't make the L worse.
1: Yeah. That was who uh David Long Jr. got that.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And by the way, the rock with the best reaction of everything. The rock goes, Well, good time for this, and grabs a tequila bottle and just drinks it straight out the bottle. Oh, my God. I was in tears, man. One of the funniest things I've seen. Uh,
1: man. It was uh, – there's just no positives I can say
0: about Kyler Murray in this
1: game. Not one.
0: This is another game where the coach who had a career, like, career – not saving, but, like, career – um, like, a good thing on his resume, a good year, right? Like, you look at Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals have gotten better every year. Yeah. Going into this, you're looking at Cliff Kingsbury like is he one of the better coaches? Right. And then the game happens and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. That that was my reaction. I'm like, "How did you win? How did you start 9 and 2?" Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. And we should have noticed this because and I think some people did. Cause they were losing the fucking lions and other teams. Yeah. And the only time they looked elite, like they did early in the year was against the bum ass Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And I took my dumbass took that, like they're back to normal where I really should have looked at it as eh, questionable competition that they're playing.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, the Rams didn't let them do anything. That they wanted to do. Obviously, they didn't let Kyler do anything. And, you know, Stafford looked okay. I'm glad Odell got a touchdown. You know, Cooper Cup looked cool. Sonny Michelle and Cam Akers were just just rubbing barbecue sauce all over Arizona's defense and eating them up. It looked looked bad. I don't know how the Patriots let Sonny Michelle go, by the way. Because he's just been, he's been great. His everywhere. whole time in the league,
0: uh, he's been productive everywhere.
1: Yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, even Stafford had a couple of nice, nice runs.
0: This was just really nice domination race. all around.
1: It was, and and it, it,
0: this is like the Cardinals said, we're not just going to lose the game; we're going to make it extra dangerous for the other teams. Yeah, because now, now the Rams. If I'm in the playoffs. I'd much rather see San Francisco than Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. San Francisco, they could beat me, but we know we know the, the philosophy. We know what they're going to look like. The Rams could easily beat Tampa Bay playing their way.
2: Mm-hmm. They could
0: easily beat Arizona, uh, not Arizona, uh, Green Bay anyway. Yep. So uh, it's going to be a tough one, man. It is
1: it is so, so let's get into let's get into the matchups. We got the Bengals and the Titans, 49ers Packers, Rams Bucks, Bills Chiefs. Bengals and Titans, who you got?
0: Man, I think this is this, the
1: closest one to call. At least for me it is.
0: Yeah, this could go so many ways cuz Henry's just coming back.
1: Yeah.
0: So I don't know what we know they're going to give him 25 carries, which I love Tennessee for that. But yeah, I don't know, man. This is such a good matchup because the Bengals have so many playmakers. I I will pick the Titans because I really like uh, their coach, Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's he's often like made the team look better than they are.
1: Mm hmm.
0: And I think he'll be prepared for the Bengals. so I'm gonna slightly pick the Titans,
1: yeah, and the Titans are at home also, mm. so I mean if you value that, some people value that, so that may be you know it's funny swinging it a little bit, huh?
0: <laughs> it's funny that Ryan Tannehill now has come such a long way that he is a good enough starter to get into a slump and play out of it.
2: Yeah, he is.
0: Like four, five, six years ago, if Tannehill had the four pick game after Henry gets hurt, yeah. So you 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 might be looking at a new quarterback in Tennessee,
1: for sure. Uh,
0: but I like that they're sticking with him, man. I, I think he's responded very well multiple times.
1: Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Um.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go with Titans too. By the way. Next 49ers and Packers. Who you got there?
2: I think the Packers are going home.
1: Really? Again. Okay.
0: Aaron Rodgers has never beaten San Francisco in the playoffs. Right? Oh and four. Okay. He's gotten dominated multiple times while yeah, being but, the favorite.
1: So you think this 49ers team is capable of dominating the Packers?
0: I don't think they're going to dominate the Packers. The, the Packers are as complete as they've ever been. Yeah. Um. So obviously it wouldn't surprise me if I'm completely wrong. Yeah. But one, one thing I've seen in the Packers so many years since their Super Bowl win mm-hmm. is – they're by the second round, they're the softest team left. Yeah. You're right and, about and that. That's okay. That's okay when you get a good like, say if the Cowboys won and you ended up playing them, you you yeah. can still win that.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: 49ers, they're built to succeed in the playoffs. They are. I mean, this this cowboy game, they're talking about it being close only because of Garoppolo's one disgusting throw. Right. I mean the, the the fourth and inches that they had a false start on was idiotic too, but two two mistakes. If they remove those two mistakes, you're looking at a blowout, right? And and I think they're going to be able to run the ball just the same because they're so creative at it. Yeah, um, yeah, and and they're very physical all over the place. I think Garoppolo prior to that pick was making really smart throws. Right, so I'm I'm tr- I'm confident that the 49ers could upset them. Yeah, so I'm sticking with them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, okay, Rams and Bucks.
0: I can't doubt TB12. <laughs> yeah, me either. I will say if it was, um if it was flipped if they were playing the 49ers i'd pick tampa bay much easier to beat the 49ers than the packers
1: you pick tampa bay oh okay over the gotcha.
0: if they were playing the 49ers
1: yeah me too yeah
0: and i think i'd pick green bay over uh the rams as well All right but but tampa bay man again like tom brady just has this team locked in
1: yeah,
0: greatest leader ever, probably. I w- I would say so. Yeah, I agree. And and you're looking at I mean this team to go through what they went through to close the year out, mm-hmm. to have as many injuries as they have, they look they look perfectly complete. They do with all that all those people missing.
2: Yeah,
1: they do.
0: That's it's crazy. That's TB twelve right there. Guys stepping up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay on that one too.
0: I mean it's how just... many times, how many times have you picked not Tom Brady and been wrong? Cause I've done it a lot. It like up until he had like four or five Super Bowls, I was picking against him all the time.
1: Yeah. Uh enough. I've done it enough to not do it again. That's for sure. <laughs> to know not to do it anymore. And uh okay, my favorite matchup, Bills and Chiefs. Who you got? I got the Chiefs. But the look they look good. They look really good.
0: Fucking – you said the, the first game was the toughest to predict? Yeah. N- no individual player is tougher to predict than Josh Allen. That's true. Especially That's true. quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I think I have more confidence in the Chiefs' defense than I do the Bills' defense. Like, I have more confidence in the Chiefs' defense against Josh in the Bills defense against Pat.
0: You know what? I think the Chiefs will play very well actually. Because I think they they're they've been looking for motivation a lot mm-hmm. the last like mm-hmm. year and a half considering how easy it is for them. Yeah. Um and this there's this weird trend of people who think that like Buffalo is becoming better than Kansas City.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Or has the potential to be better. Like, if anybody in the AFC will challenge Kansas City, it'll be the the Buffalo. Buffalo, right? So it's a lot I, of people I think, actually. I think that's. I think the Chiefs know that, and I think they're going to be looking, especially off how they lost early in the year to them. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to have a strong response. I, I'm sticking with the Chiefs too. Yeah,
1: good call. I I completely agree. Everything you said makes perfect sense to me. And Mahomes is one of those guys. like. But you know what's I, scary? I talking you, kind of guy.
0: This round, I hate predicting this round because one of the teams that has home court is going to come out flat. For sure. Every every playoffs I've ever watched in football, one of the teams that doesn't play in the wild card round plays yeah. like absolute trash when they finally step up. Yep. My money yep. is it's, it's going to be the, the Packers. Uh huh. But I think it's gonna be know.
1: one of the Saturday games, for sure. You never know. Packers or the Titans. I hope it's yeah. not either of the Sunday games because those games are gonna be really uh, intense. If Tom comes out flat, Tom is like you know, Mister Fourth Quarter of the NFL. So I'm not. He can come out flat, and they still may win by three touchdowns. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, I, I can see matter. that too.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. All right, real quick, let's take a break. Right, we're back. Um, so that's our NFL talk for the day. Uh, well, you want to get to tennis first?
0: Um, <laughs> or I least... mean, I haven't watched too much of actual tennis. I mean, the the uh, I did see Osaka lose, but those, those. It was interesting. It was interesting to see her play for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Nice to see her enjoying tennis, but hopefully the the Djokovic thing is really putting a fucking stain on it.
1: It really is, man. This is like a this is like their asterisk tournament now because without Djokovic is like, did you really win?
0: Yeah, you know but I mean? supposedly the French Open, he's not going to be allowed to play in it. Also, right. Which obviously it frustrates me. Like we talk about dudes doing dumb shit off the court, off the field. Um, I, I want to see these guys play. Yeah, like I, I hate Kyrie Irving, but the league is better when he's playing. Right, tennis is the same thing. Djokovic is, is the top tier. Yeah. To me by himself. Yeah. And for him to, I mean, like, again, everybody said it, you know, in advance, you, you should have prepared for this. Yep. So, you know, a lot of it is self self self-inflicted the problems he's dealing with now and, you could just see it in the way that the other players talked about it.
1: I think I'm well-documented that on this podcast, Djokovic is my favorite tennis player ever. This is just disappointing. man. First of all, the, like, like you said, he knew this way before. The fact that this like got cut to like two days before the tournament was just idiotic to me, not calling him an idiot, but it was idiotic. Um, uh, like, I, I'm done with the, I'm done fighting about the vaccine. Like, I, I haven't been fighting about it, but I'm saying I'm over the vaccine talk thing. Me too. But it's just like, come on, man. Like, all the fighting afterwards, like, the going to court three or four times, losing, winning the first time, losing the next two times, and now it's just all this mess. And I'm not really cool with them, like, questioning players about it to me. I, I yeah. always think that's whack because the questions are like alley-oops to be dishonest. Like, really, if you ask Nadal, how does he feel about Djokovic not playing in a tournament? Nadal, in reality, would say, oh, it's great. Finally, I got like an easy, I might have an easy road,
0: Light, light work.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but he has to say, <laughs> oh, yeah. man, it sucks for the sport because uh, Djokovic should be out here. You're like, Come on, man. You know he's lying. We all know he's lying. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and everyone they ask about it it's like this these g-rated answers about it is just, it's annoying to me but Djokovic man I don't know I don't know what to say about it I don't want to call it stupid because at least it only affects him opposed to the the other guy we talk about all the time that it affects 12 other players five yeah. other coaches yeah. the whole city you know 10 Tennis is a solo individual. sport, yeah, individual sport. So it's like you take that out, and, you know, taking yeah, responsibility.
0: I mean, you know, he at least took responsibility for the scheduling nonsense or the, yeah. the his travel history or whatever.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, and I guess my thing is like, I hope they know that it's not not ending. Like the the vaccine mandates and stuff.
0: Yeah, just because they too. just got defeated in a court, I think, for work, like the the federal court, I think, uh-huh. stopped the 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 workplace mandate. Right, but like they're gonna keep trying because every time a COVID outbreak happens, you want it not to happen next time.
1: Yeah. Yep. Exactly,
0: and the solution to at least keep people healthy and safe for as much as possible seems obvious, right? But apparently, not to not to everyone. Not everybody sees it like that. So, right? Yeah.
1: Okay, NBA. Um, is do you have somewhere you want to start?
0: Nothing specific. I mean. We i shouted out Dallas last time yeah. mm-hmm. and we could start there because they 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 look like they're emerging. They do they, they're, they're defense, they're playing defense, getting stops. Yeah, Luca's not hiding on the, the the one trash can on the court anymore. Yep. Um I I there's better chemistry between him and the team. I see I see the team
1: get way more shots with him in the game now than I did beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah. And in the they, end of last season.
0: It's interesting. They had this kind of path last year. Yeah. Luca comes in within 10-15 games, oh he's out of shape. He gets a slight injury to miss like a week, 2-3 weeks. Yeah. And he it's almost like he's using that time to get in shape because he's looked much better since he came back. Mm -hmm. much more active, Mm -hmm. uh, much more willing to play team basketball. Yeah. And it's showing.
1: Yeah. I I also think, you know, I want to give Jason Kidd a slight shout out because uh, the way they're moving the ball is something that I won't say Carlisle couldn't do, but it looks a little bit different to me. I think guys are getting more into their positions, better for shots like i see players in like i mentioned last time those hot zones i see everyone on dallas in their hot zone now like and nowhere else like they get shots exactly where they're supposed to get shots i don't see finney smith taking top of the key jumpers i see him in the corners i see him in the you know lob lobs i see him cutting back door i see clubber top of the key or corner like that's it i don't want all these guys and all these weird spots and the weird spacing and look, spacing looks great. Dwight Powell looks like a freak athlete all of a sudden.
0: I know. You know, I think, you know what I think rallied them, uh, that golden state game that they won when Dirk retired. Yeah. Since then, they've been one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get stops, like the, the, the way they hadn't been doing prior Yeah, yeah. That shows, like, a team commitment to play better.
1: Right. You know what that kind of tells me? I think Luka needs – they need more veterans on this team. Like, real veterans, not like guys who've been on the Mavericks for a long time. Yes. Because I do think that Luka is is someone who can be infected very easily. Like, if there's someone on the team that's contagious – Luca will catch on but right now no one on the team is like that. So like he came back to a team that was kind of feeling it. They were they were hot for a while. Brunson was hot, Finney Smith was hot. Porzingis was kind of catching his stride and then Luca like could jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. But if he had someone with a little more seasoning that could bring that every night, someone like Dragic you know, Dragic is going to be available. I know he wants to go to the Mavericks, apparently, so they could have Team Slovenia down there. I guess I like, it. but yeah, but if he had someone like that who brings that intensity that he can catch on to every night, they might they might get scary. They might get scary. Yeah, I like, like them. He needs.
0: I don't know, man. I feel like he needs like a best friend in Dallas, Luca. I mean. He does. I, just, I feel like he doesn't have it. And it, it there's like a weird separation between Luca and the Mavericks. I, I yeah. just it doesn't feel like one unit yet, but you know what it's, it it's reminds going me in the of? right direction.
1: You know what it kind of well, reminds me of? I mean, you probably you of all people should remember this. You remember when you remember the everybody eats situation?
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: <laughs> Wall went out. Yes. The team started Orta, looking like the best Orta team.
0: was just eating off of that, I remember.
1: They looked like the best team in the league without him. And then he came back for a short time, and they were still fire, just for a short time. They were still really, really, really fire. But then, you know, then we kind of – like we come to find out, him and Beal like weren't really friends anymore. Um, I don't know. The guys sold their Rolexes or something like it. <laughs> it. You know, the coach, him and the coach weren't getting along. Like all these other stuff came out after he came back, but after they still looked great. Not, I'm not saying that's going to happen with the Mavericks, but I'm saying, I, I'm saying I agree with you. Does he have someone that's really in his corner right now? That when something like this happens, it's it's not just Luca looking in the mirror for motivation.
0: Yeah, it's, I see what you mean. I I think Dragic should be a great like potential guy for that. Yeah, I do too. I I still
1: I still want them to trade Porzingis, but if it's you know if they make it work with Porzingis. That's cool too. But I don't think, I think they're getting such a, like a fraction of Porzingis on this team, and maybe that's all they need. But if they could access the rest of it, they just they really wouldn't need anybody else.
0: You know what I mean? That's that's what I I'm hoping for. You hope that's what I'm do? I'm looking at their roster, and I'm like. Like, we we talk a lot about teams that are approaching contending. Like, you know, they're a move away. They're a roster adjustment away. Yeah. Dallas could improve to the point where they're as good as any of the Western teams. Yeah. That's why I'm excited for their upside.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I do. Um, if they can just get all of Hardaway Jr. for, like, every other game. If they could get all the four Zingas every other game, they would be straight. Like they would be really, they'd probably be top four seed in the West.
0: They're gonna need it four out of seven games, whoever they play.
1: Well, I, I could promise you they're not getting four good games out of Hardaway. because
0: and... Hardaway is a type <laughs> to play three three great games and four garbage games.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And you yep. lose that seven game series. So you know, that's tough. Yeah.
1: And Porzingis will give you one fire game, and the rest of the games will just be all right enough for them to suck.
0: Yeah. So it's like, like oh, that tall guy—he's so skilled. Why doesn't he get the ball more?
1: Yeah. And why doesn't he get open shots? He has to exactly use his seven-three height <laughs> to shoot over everybody. <laughs>
0: Every guys. everybody else can get open shots anytime, time, but Porzingis—it's a struggle.
1: Right. So the. Los Angeles Lakers, we talked about them in depth last episode, but (laughs) Westbrook has officially been benched. And not benched all the time, but he's Vogel has permission now to bench Westbrook whenever he feels necessary. Westbrook was benched for the fourth quarter of this most recent game that they lost to... Who did they lose
0: to? Indiana.
1: Indiana, right.
0: Yeah. Letting Levert go to his right hand. Levert even though, ended up
1: with 30, I believe. Even
0: so though in a-, a pregame shoot-around, as, according to Frank Vogel, we we focused on Levert going, getting to his right hand and stopping him from doing that.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: And Westbrook claims he's done everything they've asked him to do. So, uh...
0: He said that? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you hear that? Nah. <laughs> I
1: didn't hear that. Westbrook said... Uh, this is from Woj. Uh, Westbrook says... Woj just posted this. Surprise, yes. I was disappointed I didn't go back in, but I'm more disappointed that we lost the damn game. And then he says, ultimately, you have to be okay when it doesn't go well, and I'm okay. I've done everything that's been asked of me here, and I'll continue to do so and ride this out as long as we can ride this out as long as we can toward our ultimate goal and that's to win a championship
0: first round exit oh sorry yeah (laughs) yeah yeah championship right
1: to me anytime a player says ride this out that means they know they're gonna get traded
0: i was gonna say those words sound like the words of a guy who's not gonna be playing there much longer
1: (laughs) ride this out you don't ride out playing on your like like being happy playing on a team. That's not rioting out. What are you rioting out? So Sabonis. i 20, done 12, and
0: 10. I've nice. done everything I've asked or that's been asked of me.
1: Shooting Frank five or 17. Negative. Frank
0: Vogel asks you to throw the ball away routinely. <laughs> he asks you to dribble like you just came in out of off of eating popcorn. Just losing the ball, like like you didn't warm up your handle enough all the time, every game.
1: Uh, he is the lowest plus minus on the team. He has, a, I want to say he leads them in fouls. I I can't confirm that,
0: but he in this game particularly, other, huh? None of the other scrubs play enough to foul as much as him.
1: That's true. Yeah, in this game Maybe particularly, Andrew he was. Davis, but
0: he's hurt.
1: He was five for seventeen in this game,
0: dude. He it's like a natural thing for him to take a LeBron amount of shots and to produce like he's Austin Reeves having a good night.
1: He shot sixty six percent from the free goal line. This is. This is disgusting (laughs) for point guard. This is
0: ridiculous (laughs) again. uh, How, how can you, first of all, you're emphasizing a scouting report. You can't prepare a scouting report for guys that already play with no IQ. Right. Why are you even, you shouldn't even bother with a scouting report. I've never seen, dude, I watched Westbrook for years get absolutely obliterated by Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. I mean embarrassed like multiple years. Yeah. And and I kept watching and thinking, like, Tony Parker's great, but he's not this great. Right. And then I'm watching, I'm watching it high IQ plays. He makes correct reads. He, and Westbrook, meanwhile, is just clueless.
1: Yeah. Yep. Can I read you some more Westbrook stats? This is oh, actually please. really fun to read. Please. These. <laughs> so bad. Sunday, January 2nd. Westbrook had nine turnovers. <laughs> On what day is this? Third. Sun no, on Saturday Sunday Friday. the ninth, Westbrook shot 16% from the field. The next game, the 12th, he shot 14% from the field. And every game from the second to the 12th, which is one, two, three, four, five games, Westbrook made zero threes in five games.
0: Oh, in 2022, his three-point percentage is like is just nothing. Has he made one?
1: It's 25%. Yeah. He made four in the Indiana game. He shot zero free throws and he was shooting twenty-nine percent from the field, but he made four threes.
0: Wow. Uh, so how many did he how many threes did he take if he made four? Ain't no way he took four. He went four for six. Yeah. And still found a way to break a bunch of other shots. Suspect. For for um,
1: 2022, he's... What is it? He's, okay. One, two. He's six Ten, twelve, seventeen, 10, 12, 17, 18, 19, 24. Six for 24.
0: Yeah man. The Lakers look LeBron had his like month of dominance. Yeah. Um but the Lakers are just such a mess. Well, LeBron th- this is it's so bad. Forget Vogel's job, forget how awful Russell Westbrook has been. Yeah. Forget even that they, when Magic Johnson says these guys are fucking, essentially these guys are pathetic. Yeah. And they have to come out and apologize. Have you ever seen a star player have to go on Twitter or wherever he went and yeah. say, I'm sorry, fan base. We've been some shit. We got to be better. Has the that bronze ever happened?
1: LeBron's the only one I've ever seen do that.
0: That's how bad it is in Los Angeles right now.
1: Yeah. And he's done it twice for LA, I think. But this is the this is the ultimate. I mean, this is this is terrible. But the crazy thing is, man, Westbrook should not be making them this bad. Like Westbrook alone should not make them this bad.
0: And he's Honestly. not. He's their effort is what makes them so awful. Exactly. M- Melo looks mellow looks like he's given up. Yeah, he does. Melo routinely doesn't even try to get stops, doesn't hit rebounds the same way he used to. He's okay missing or not taking shots. Yep. How about you work to get open? That's that's the problem Never. with this team. That's the problem with this team. No fucking effort, no energy, no commitment to one another. And then they're they're confused why they're losing.
1: Well, they they average like an astronomical amount of fouls as a team. Like I don't have the exact like number, but Stanley Johnson averages four fouls a game. Westbrook averages three fouls a game. Horton Tucker three fouls a game. Anthony Davis is in there, but two fouls a game. Carmelo two fouls. LeBron two fouls. Bazemore two fouls. That's like twelve. That's like fifteen fouls just by themselves, just like the starting five.
0: Oh, the Lakers! They're they're so unwatchable too. Like it's not the losing. Magic Johnson wouldn't trash the team if they were just losing, right? It's obviously and how disgusting you're playing. Yeah, and they don't they don't seem to get it, which which I think is why Vogel's going to be gone. But what's bizarre What's bizarre is we talked about it, and I talked to a lot of people in the offseason about it, and I said in the offseason that if the Lakers are serious about being great, Westbrook won't be playing by the playoff time. Yeah. We, we both did. said that
1: a lot on this podcast. I mean,
0: people were laughing at him. I'm talking about, yo, buy his ass out. Who's going to do that? Oh, my, no way. That much money? No way. Look at what's fucking happening now. I know. You got no options to, to do with him. You have nothing you could do.
1: Nobody's trading. for. You'd have to be a really lost soul to trade for Westbrook, like and as so, a team.
0: So, obviously, buying him out, they're not going to do that. But if they, if they're serious about at least moving up in the standings a little bit, or yeah. maybe fighting to not be in the play-in. Yeah. Westbrook will be DNP C D by the last 20, 20 games of the season. Yeah. It's not, it's not like that. That's my problem. You're benching him for the three last three and a half minutes of the game.
1: It was he was way beyond that.
0: <laughs> He's playing like trash at all times. <laughs> right. He shouldn't be playing. Coach Vogel said it. Vogel summed it up perfectly. Coach, why, I don't know what they asked him, but some about you know why Russ wasn't in the game mm-hmm. the last three and a half minutes. Yeah. Vogel said, "I went with the guys I thought would help us win the game." Net. There's no no competent basketball mind has been watching Russell Westbrook. Oh yeah, he can help me win the game. Right. Look at how pathetic the Lakers are defending him. It's all like, "Oh, we gotta help him out." They they'll like stutter, be like, "He's gotta." I mean, we gotta help him figure it out. Like, yeah. If he continues to play thirty plus minutes, and and it costs them positioning to the, to be in the playoffs, mm-hmm. he's gonna be out of there. He's not gonna be in the rotation. I agree. And, and I will have tremendous re- – I already respect Vogel for benching him. Mm-hmm. But if LeBron or Vogel put their foot down and say it's time to DNP this guy. Yeah. Like, you're serious about winning then. That's what that tells me. Yeah. Like you said, the nine turnovers, I've, I'm doing everything I'm asked. Huh? Who asked you to turn the ball over like this?
1: You can't make
0: free bro. I'm asking you to make 70% of your free throws. You're not doing that. Yeah. For God's sakes, at least shoot like 35%. Not fucking 15. Yeah. No self-awareness. Yeah. I'm with you. How are you gonna what are you gonna fix when the guy has no self-awareness? That's why he keeps playing the same way. Yep. It was bizarre 10, 15, 20 games into the season. It is it is em- an embarrassment at this point. He's made no
1: adjustments to how he's playing. He's made no adjustments to his mindset. I don't think Vogel has made adjustments to the team to like adjust to how Westbrook is playing. He I haven't seen like obviously I know it's on the player to an extent, but I haven't seen the team even like acquiesce to Like making Westbrook better. Like, I haven't seen them spread the floor so Westbrook can get to the basket. I haven't seen them, you know, set good screen of role plays so Westbrook can get an easy assist or get to the basket. I haven't seen anything to even promote him playing better. And again, that can be on Westbrook. Westbrook can tell them, like, yo, man, I need to pick and roll. I need you guys to spread the floor or get out my way so I can get to the basket. It just, The team is just in such a disarray and this LeBron needs a good point guard thing just has to, has to stop. It has to stop. I mean, the whole bubble run, he
0: was the point guard. I know. The blueprint is so obvious.
1: And why do they keep trying to change it? LeBron at the one and Carmelo at the three is better then Westbrook at the one and LeBron at center. Like, I mean, what what are we missing here?
0: Uh, somebody who's who can make meaningful decisions, apparently. Because the fact that Vogel has to get 45 games into the season, 50, like, <laughs> practically 50 games at this point.
2: Yeah. 50
0: games into the season, he has to get organizational appro- appro- approval to bench a guy averaging 5 turnovers
1: and shooting less than a guard shooting less than 70% from the free throw line. Like that, I can't name another guard the in the league. I can't name another guard in the league that shoots that bad.
0: I just in and some of the times I have seen Westbrook play well, very limited. Um He cuts. Yes. He cuts. People find him. Yes. But
1: you have to be able to play off the ball.
0: I know. You're coming to the fucking Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis. And you're trying. You watch Russell Westbrook. 95% of the time. Everything productive he tries to do. It's with the ball. Yeah. Russ, you're not alone on OKC anymore. No, like there has to be something. There has to be team elements to your game. Yeah. Okay. What happened to the triple double Russ who takes seven shots?
1: It's never coming back.
0: What happened to that? That was the
1: top tier Russ. I think he acts like he doesn't get the ball enough or something. Now I I don't I don't know I don't know. That's what, what it looks
0: like it. though. That's what's insane. Yeah. It looks, and, and that's it where looks, it, it looks just so demoralizing when they pass in the ball and just give up.
1: That's where Vogel has to step in, I, I believe, because we saw how bad Westbrook was the last year, second to last year with Durant when Durant was gone. When um, it was Durant was on the team, but when Durant was hurt, and Westbrook had to play alone. Oh yeah, the way that team played was so bad. They won games, but it was like when they lost, it just looks disgusting how they lost. I know this was a long time ago now, but then Billy Donovan came and he found this mold that said, listen, Westbrook, just fill the stat sheet up. Steven Adams, get out of his way. You just box out. Westbrook, let's just run with you. And it worked. He made, he found a way to make to maximize what you have in Russell, Russell Westbrook. And I haven't seen vocal do that at all. And don't get me wrong. It's not really his responsibility with a LeBron team because at the end of the day, LeBron is the one you need to be worried about maximizing, not Westbrook. Right. Yeah. But I just can't, I don't know how, like you said, he's half a season in 45 plus games. And you're not you haven't went home at night and drawn up a new way to figure it out at this point? Like at all?
0: That's that's what like they're moving too slow.
1: They are man, they're acting too, like they have just plenty of time. I right.
0: know. I, I I just don't understand. You're you're having the conversation. How long, how many games did you essentially throw by saying Russ, you'll figure it out. I have faith in you.
1: Oh, definitely, at least thirty.
0: Thirty games, like. Well, I almost say throw
1: because they still won, but they've definitely thrown twenty games doing that. Lost twenty games doing that.
0: No, no, they're they're throwing games because you look at how they play in wins and how they play in losses, and it's two different basketball teams. Yeah, they they look like. Uh, you, you ever had to play pickup on the weekend and you didn't get enough sleep? Like, it's in the morning and you didn't yeah. get enough sleep that night? Yeah. So, so you're having, like, a really hard time the first couple games, like, hustling and moving? Yeah. That's what the Lakers look like when they get blown the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> they, they look like they, they were out partying, they didn't get a good night's sleep, and they're all hungover. Yeah. But when, they're, when like, they're playing Utah, they look like they're fighting for a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, they did. It looks fantastic against Utah. That to me
0: is where, like, all those guys who've been in the league and have been significant players in the league, Mm -hmm. what the hell are you doing?
1: Yeah. But you know what else is kind of crazy about that? The Utah game was just, what, two games ago for them? Yeah. Was it right? It was right before the Pacers game, right?
0: I think it was the game before.
1: See, now, the Pacers game is one of those games you say, Westbrook, figure it out. Because just last night, you were, you know, we played fantastic and we got it done. You don't bench someone, like, after they looked good the game before. It's It's the stretches they go on losing three times in a row. Like, the Jazz game would have been the game I benched them after we lost to the Grizzlies, the Kings, and we got throttled by the Nuggets. Then I'd probably bench Westbrook. You don't bench him after the best game he probably has had in the last twenty games.
0: Month. Yeah. Yes. I just I, I think their decision making on Russell has been either too slow or too like careful. Yeah. Like if anybody like Vogel and LeBron should have the the stature to be like, Yo, he's playing like trash. Obviously, we're gonna help him figure it out, but this isn't good enough. Right. And, and I, I just, I don't understand. Is he beyond like blatantly calling out? Cause honestly, the way they talk about him, it looks like they want to call his ass out, but they're like, mm, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to create that situation, which I get, but dude, five turnovers. I'm averaging uh, five extra sprints a night because you're doing dumb shit.
1: Are you saying his teammates? Yes. Calling him out. Yes. Yeah, he's he's above that, yeah. I was I'll I'm, tell you why he's I'm, above it is because Westbrook's venom the Lakers as a franchise can't afford that. Like they can't afford that inner tor- turmoil. Like obviously um Philly can afford it cuz Philly's like still a top playoff spot even with Ben mad. And you know, maybe the Lakers would be good But Russ sells too many jerseys. You know, he puts too many fans in the seats as himself. It's just going to be it's going to be a disaster if they did that, because, you know, he's firing back at everybody because he always does.
0: Then the Lakers are more focused on the the appeal of the brand than actually winning. And there's the fact that we're even debating them is a waste of time
1: that's why they got him there's no there's no possible way they could have gotten gotten him and said this is it this is the team this is what we need to win i just don't i don't believe that i don't think vogel i don't think Polinka, i don't think lebron any of those guys are that naive there's no way at least i could be wrong though i, I wouldn't be surprised if they shocked me but
0: that that to me is the only saving grace they have. I, I still, again, if the the effort is not exclusively Russ's pro like fault, no, it's obviously. not, right. Um, but like, just you're not good enough to to allow a guy to play very poorly all the time,
1: and it be your second best player.
0: Yeah, I, quote just unquote as a starter in general, like, yeah at least role players who are very limited do nothing role right. players don't stay in like Danny Green doesn't stay in the game when he's hacking instead of playing defense. Right. This is like, why can't you see that he's playing like trash bench him significantly earlier than when the game is essentially over.
1: Right. Cause I mean, you look at when they had Rondo, that was one thing I was shocked that they did with Rondo. It's was like, when Rondo would go out there and he'd like miss one three and then he'd like never shoot again. You remember that? Yeah. They threw him on the bench because he's just not doing anything. Like you said, at least role players can go out there and not do anything. But Westbrook, man,
0: you're hurting the team. Yeah, you are. I mean, again, we're talking about the, the shooting percentage being low. The quality of shots is, is, like, it's a joke.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, you look at the fucking lowlights on the internet. It looks like a guy who who doesn't like. He literally has no brain when he plays basketball.
2: Yeah,
0: you're sizing up guys in pull ups that are hitting the top of the backboard, and then you're you're still hitting that size up like it's a go to. I
1: know, and then back down to one foot fadeaway then oh, has God. to stop. I'm not sure if I've
0: ever seen him even make one. Dude, he doesn't even make those size-ups unless he banks it, which never looks planned. It always looks like he's losing that shit and it just happens to go straight online. You're right. His shots look so ugly. Everything he does off the dribble looks so ugly. Yep. And it, it exposes him... Because the moment he lost a step of quickness, he's mm-hmm. he's an, a, an atrocious basketball player. Yeah, it it shows that his skill his skill level was always lacking. Yeah, because now he he can't get by you unless it's a hessie. Mm-hmm. That's all he does. Every time he gets the ball, he sizes dudes up the same way,
1: and he has to be stronger than you to get by you now.
0: <laughs> yeah, be. I mean, it's like he's losing strength or everybody else in the league is getting stronger. He's losing quickness or everybody else in the league is getting quicker. Right. He looks more washed up than Anthony Davis did. Yeah, man. And Anthony Davis was awful.
1: This LA team in general is looking toxic because Anthony Davis was, looked great championship year and he's just sinking into an abyss. And, Obviously, Westbrook is trash. Um, they really can't get anything consistent out of any of the role players, even the role players that they seem to like. They're not doing anything. That's because they don't uh, they generate really game any
0: consistency with their shot selection. No, they don't. Like, is Austin Reeves a, a, spe- a three-point specialist, a cutter, a, a slasher? Is he like a fucking pick-and-roll threat? I have no idea what he's good at. What the fuck is his game? I don't know. Like, no clue. Why is Stanley Johnson touch touches the ball a lot one game, doesn't touch the ball at all the next game? Yep. Yeah. They're awful, and somebody has to take the fall for this. And Vogel is the easiest choice. I agree. All right.
1: Uh, Who else you want to talk about? Anybody Um, else he had pressing? How
0: how surprised are you that Ben is still not playing, by the way? Ben Simmons? Yeah.
1: I'm not surprised at all. Still not playing, like as in playing for the Sixers or still not like on another team? Both. I'm not surprised at all that he's not playing for the Sixers. I thought he'd be on another team by now.
0: I did too, that that one I did think he would move, but I had a lot of arguments with people like, you know, at a certain point, like he's got to come back and play, but you know, obviously, we talked about it. The situation was beyond repair
1: it's, it's far beyond
0: repair, yeah and and Simmons, you know, would I have done it, how he's doing it? No, mm-hmm. but he has he has committed to his pride and his self-respect. And, yeah. I mean, I, I respect that from a guy, to be honest.
1: Me too. I, do too. I, I have no He's problem losing with a lot of money
0: doing. to do it.
1: Right. I have no problem with what he's doing because I probably would do the same thing. I've been called passive-aggressive enough to know I'd do the exact same thing. Someone said that about me. Especially guys that are supposed to be my boys. Especially someone who's supposed to be a mentor to me.
0: And he hasn't... He hasn't, like, really escalated the situation.
1: I respect that, too.
0: He's he, – after the, the situation played out of the playoffs, he said, fuck y'all, mm-hmm. I'm done, and his – that's been the, the perspective ever since.
1: And, and the, the other thing is, like you said, he hasn't escalated it, and I'm confident that he does want to play. Of course. So I think that's the that's the other big difference with him and like like when Anthony Davis set out for the Pelicans, I didn't think Anthony Davis wanted to play basketball at all. Like I never got that, like I knew he didn't want to play for the Pelicans, but I was concerned even if he went somewhere else, if he really wanted to play. Yeah. But Ben, I think if Ben gets traded, I think Ben would be playing the first game as soon as his physical was passed. You know I what agree. I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the so, more I'm watching these rosters, especially the ones that struggle to move the ball, I mean, he would fit right in. Yeah. And he really like he doesn't have to a lot of people think of him as a point guard. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't have to be your primary ball handler.
1: He doesn't. He could be your Draymond Green.
0: Exactly.
1: And he'd a much faster, much better defender, Draymond Green. I know people think Draymond's a really good defender and for a power forward, he is, but if he was playing point, he wouldn't be as good of a defender as Ben Simmons is as a point guard.
0: No, he can't take away. He can't limit Trey young like Ben Simmons can or Luca. Right. Or any of the, the more mobile perimeter guys. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I mean, give me a give me a team. You think he would go to? Uh, I saw the Hawks, Hawks and Sixers engaged in a talk for John Collins and Reddish for him, and a pick for him and Tobias. Mm. I wouldn't have liked that.
0: I'm trying to think of uh, like a like a different situation that we haven't really heard too much about. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the longer he's not playing, the more. Um, honestly, man, I I would like for him to go to the Rockets. Okay. I know he'd probably hate it because they're terrible, but I think the the pieces there, the the team is there to make a quick turnaround. Yeah, I agree. I think one to two off seasons of making good decisions. The the young guys getting better and hopefully staying healthier. And this team, I'm not saying they're a contender, but they're a 40-win team. To me, no problem.
1: I agree. I, I think if they just had two players that could average 20 points a game, which I know is saying a lot, but it's really not saying that much. Um, I think they'd easily be a ninth seed, 10th, ninth seed.
0: Yeah, and I think Simmons would um, open up the game for a lot of those guys because a lot would. of a lot of like the Kevin Porter Jr. plays with the ball more than I would like.
1: Yeah, he does, and he's and, a knockdown S- catch and shooter.
0: Exactly, and Simmons is a guy. Jalen Green's a guy. I don't really want the ball in his hands all the time. Right. I want him finishing. I want him attacking. I don't want him like making the offensive decisions all the time. Yeah. And Simmons just cleans that up. He, he involves the bigs that I think don't get enough touches in Houston right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just a good fit all around. Yeah. There's a lot of different packages, too, they could potentially offer, I think.
1: Yeah, I know Eric Gordon is one that needs to go. Wall, obviously. Eric Gordon and Wall is enough for me, for Simmons, to be honest. If, I mean, if I'm Philly and I have the, I'm doing as well as I'm doing, I'd take Eric Gordon and John Wall. Easily.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: because Eric Gordon is going to be playing. I mean, you know what he does. Comes off the bench. We have Seth, how we play already. He'd be great off the bench. And then, you know, John Wall. We already know what John Wall can do. Yeah, Another guy. And if you want to bring John Wall off the bench, that's cool. I mean, if you like what Maxie's doing. But I think Maxie would be an elite sixth man for them. Elite, but I like what he yep. does at the starting too, though. Um, I mentioned before I would like him on San Antonio. I think it w- would be really interesting, and I think they have a bunch of packages they could put together. I think Popovich could play with his position really well, uh, even if it's not Popovich, because I don't think Popovich has much longer. I just think that's a, it's a very structured team. I think he would be nice there. I like that they play with people's positions a lot there where it doesn't really matter what your weaknesses is or weaknesses are that for some reason guys go to the Spurs and all of a sudden they like find a new strength. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but they've a lot of like they're they've been weird because all their guys have seemed to improve individually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the but team isn't
0: the core. Yeah. It hasn't translated to the game. Yeah. Like they just but, can't put it together.
1: I think Ben might, I think Ben could change that. I do.
0: Yeah. I, I, I could see that.
1: He's, he probably jumped center on that team. Honestly.
0: Uh, What times. about, and this could be our last topic. Um, What about Grant? Cause he's been coming up a ton in all types of, I think there was a Simmons package that reportedly they declined.
1: Yeah. That would have been uh, because nasty it, it was it opinion. was a
0: pretty bad package. So yeah. I get I get it, but I don't think I mean, either Grant, team would benefit from that either. Dude, Grant could make somebody unstoppable.
1: Instantly. Instantly. I think he would instantly make uh <laughs> I can't see a team he would not. Him, and, him on the Jazz would be fantastic. Fantastic. Every
0: every playoff roster wants him. They should want him.
1: I think my favorite place is the Jazz. The Bulls. I think, I think if the Suns were willing to let go of Jay Crowder at this point, Crowder's played like trash this year. To be honest, I mean he does what he does, but this year he's been weak, and I think he's, I think their team is kind of passing him by
0: the other guys are getting better too
1: yeah the other guys are getting better and how they play he doesn't fit it that much anymore and i think grant would fit right into what they do there honestly but i mean I, i already know that's not gonna happen but the bulls the bulls and the um jazz I mean, Bulls are already contenders. Jazz are already contenders, but I think it takes them to that next level of like really being scary for the other yeah, conference.
0: I agree. Yeah. I, you know, and I don't know if they could put make a package for them, but the Clippers is my pick. Mm, that would be nice. I I want to see them commit to just playing elite wings all over.
1: Yeah. A like, super long, talented defenders. Yeah, Because
0: PG can be slide to the two.
1: Yeah, yeah. And He's probably he, a natural two, yeah. I he
0: mean, was, that, that trio with... It too. I mean, Morris isn't an ideal guy at center, but I'll take it. Yeah. And and then, like, Reggie Jackson or, you know, whoever, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. And then Kawhi stepping in there
0: yeah yeah pray Kawhi is ready to play team basketball (laughs) yeah yeah I mean no but seriously Kawhi that this was the first time Kawhi watched his team be successful without him yeah honestly I think them having that success in the playoffs that they did to some extent that has to be a wake-up call that okay this roster is good enough
1: I agree I agree, but it's going to take something really drastic for them to
0: Get away. not just
1: put it right back in Kawhi's hands. And well, are you yes. are you implying that as like trade wise, or are you just implying oh, no, no, that no. Kawhi playing teammates? Just, the, the, team just the
0: play style wise, yeah. Right, yeah. Because when think- he takes quick shots, they look so good. Yeah. They look so good when he's just like, even if he's isoing, when he does it quick, when he's, uh, when he's getting mismatches or he's getting favorable spots. I mean, I'm not, I've hated on him a lot, but I'm, I know the obvious, like when he gets to the free throw line, he's unstoppable. Yeah. he's like close to mid range pull-ups best in the league. Yeah. It's just the time. Like he kills rhythm with his possessions so often.
1: Yeah, man. Like I said before, he three dribbles, he needs to limit his game to three dribbles. I mean, I, NBA players do that in workouts, and they're king of the courts. So they only use three dribbles. And Kawhi, That's why girl player,
0: king of the court, like 80% of the time you play with limited dribbles.
1: Kawhi doesn't play it, I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess he just doesn't play with guys like that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I agree. If he could come back and do his three-dribble thing, let PG be the ball handler. He's the better ball handler just in general. And you know, I think they would work. I like when PJ plays the point point guard role with Reggie Jackson out there kind of off the ball. Because Reggie Jackson, let's let's be honest, he's not a good point guard. Point guard. Not at all. he's a good good player that plays point guard, but not a good point guard. So they look better when I think they have a threat that can move the ball, like Paul George, great vision. Just yeah. Yep, and then Bledsoe probably be a six-man
0: at that point. But um let's see who I, the, uh, final point. I just hope whoever gets Grant, I hope it's somebody that actually needs him.
1: Yes, me too, man.
0: Like like I, like, like, like... I love Phoenix and, and Crowder has not been good, but they don't need him. They don't Utah, need him, Utah needs him.
1: They they do. I yo, if Utah does not make a move to like really like really look like they're trying to win i just let's so get to you okay this is the last this is the last thing okay oh go ahead about grant on you
0: no i just like i have a bad feeling i like i'm gonna want chicago or dc or like philly or anybody and then miami's gonna be like oh here's fucking this guy and this guy <laughs> who's playing lights out <laughs> there you go <laughs>
1: Yeah, Duncan Robinson, Morris, and P.J. Tucker for Grant, like something nonsense. Yeah, or the Kings will get him, and he does nothing oh, to change my them. Oh
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the Jazz, the Jazz are a good team, right? We've talked about it a lot. We both love Donovan Mitchell. We both think he's an elite, elite talent. But the Jazz have a problem that keeps getting exposed in the playoffs, and that's that everybody has to play well for them to actually beat a good team, including Donovan Mitchell. Donovan can get 50 and, like, keep them in the game, but for them to actually sweep and beat a good team, they have to have, like, a good seven guys to have a really good game at the same time to get it done. And who was it the other night that – oh, the Rockets. Donovan misses one game, and the Rockets is the worst team in the league. Beat them and make it look kind of easy.
0: i mean, to be honest. Close... I, I don't think the Rockets are the worst team in the league.
1: <laughs> no, they're not the worst team in the league, but they have the worst record in the league. They have Rockets. the
0: worst I mean, first month for sure.
1: They still have the worst record.
0: Oh, okay, right, right, I'll the give West, it to them then. I'll in the give West, these.
1: Um, they got good pickups. Daniel House is a great pickup. Uh, I thought Pascal was a good pickup. Rudy Gay was a good pickup. They didn't have Rudy Gay in this game either. But you had your starters: Conley, Ingles, Gobert, Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neal, and you're just missing Donovan, and. Listen, man, no disrespect to – where's Bogdanovich from? They're not from the same place, but I know they're from, like, you know, nearby. Yeah, countries. dude, I don't want to
0: get it wrong. I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: All right, well, no disrespect to Bogdanovich's country, his people's. Well, three for 13 from three is not – it's not going to work, man. That's disgusting. 3 for 13 from 3 in one game. He shot 13 threes in one game and only made 3?
0: I guess oh. Donovan's out. They they were like, "Yo, Donovan, this is your night." <laughs> like, you have and to he at least said, hit. Oh, Okay, you want um, to see my JR impression? I got you.
1: You have to at least hit 6 to shoot 13 for me. Pro, 11 for 27. I mean, he's taking, like, Kobe shot attempts.
0: Have you ever looked at Bogdanovich and said, yeah, this guy's a starter? Never. 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 And Utah, And this is, what, the third year that Utah's trying to convince us that he's a starter? At the power forward.
1: He doesn't even play power forward.
0: Forget the forget the position, because that's another Utah problem that they think they're like they could just win positionless basketball against anybody.
1: It, it makes me so angry to that. That's
0: that's that infuriates me in itself. But I, I just don't understand any. OK, he's capable of getting 30. I, I understand. I agree with that.
1: L- let's be honest. Every NBA player is capable of getting 30. Everybody who plays a lot is capable of getting 30.
0: Everybody. Jordan McCray could go out there right now for any roster and put up 25. <laughs> yes. And, he- and he's not good. <laughs> like Exactly. Exactly. Rodney McGruder can give you 30. 100%. 100%. Like, come
1: on. <laughs> Bog- just because Bogdanovich does it sometimes in less shots than those guys they just think he can be Kobe every game. That Donovan isn't there. Royce O'Neal is like he just he just goes out there and just hustles the whole game, but has like absolutely no positive impact on the game. He plays pretty good defense, just pretty good, but nothing else helps
0: the team win at all. And they're they're like with Royce O'Neal, the problem seems to be. Either we're too confident in him or we have no confidence in him. Yeah. Like there's no middle ground. Rudy Gay gets a middle ground his first 20 games, but yeah. Royce O'Neill, who's been there for years, who you've developed and turned into a rotation player, and, can't make any adjustment.
1: And, you know, the jury is still out on whether that's whether he's a rotation player or not for me. And I agree. Jordan Clarkson defending six man of the year was minus 15 off the bench. He came in and the Rockets just started eating the team up every time he was in the game. I mean, like, come on, man. Like no one on your bench should be minus 15. That's that's really, really bad. I know I value six. That's minus.
0: embarrassing that your sixth man is minus 15.
1: Yes. That's a, I, just don't I told it. you,
0: bro. I told you they don't they don't value the most important aspect of how teams like prepare for each other matchups. Yes. They routinely like they're the only team I watch in the league that switches everything by choice. Clippers too lazy. Uh, Warriors, a lot of, a lot of energy, right? Everybody's flying around. Miami's the same thing. Milwaukee, same thing. Yeah. They're the only ones who they they switch everything, but they're not committed to like really playing that hard, right? Or they switch any they switch everything, and they are watching a bum get fifteen and a quarter, and there's no change.
1: Yeah, they go into games thinking we're gonna make them defend us, and we're not gonna worry about how we defend them. And Bogdanovich gets exposed, Royce O'Neill gets exposed, Garberra gets exposed. Honestly, Donovan and Conley are the only ones who don't game to game get exposed on the whole team, in my opinion. The only ones. I completely agree. Against the Lakers, Clarkson was minus 17. And I'm not saying Clarkson's not a good player. He's a good player. But this, okay, all the starters are out. Just put Clarkson in there and just let's just watch him. That's, That's not how you win the games. Clarkson and Eagles is not your sixth and seventh man and you have no other good players in the game. You can't win like that. Yeah. And if they don't uh, play great, it's a, it's a 100% loss.
0: Yeah. And, and it's just you can't, you can't play such a limited style and then go in the playoffs, have no room for adjustment or change, and then think, like, we're going to just keep running it back. Right. Like, and, like, you can't afford Donovan getting a sore ankle. Right.
1: To the Rockets. Wait. That's the thing. It's not like they played the Grizzlies or the Warriors. They played the worst record team in the West. I know they're not the worst team, but come on, man. You're supposed to be a contender, and you go in, and you lose one guy, and you lose to the worst record team in the West? Like, And I like the, I mean, you know, I like the Rockets. I'm not, I think the Rockets can beat anybody, but if they beat them with Donovan, they just beat them. But losing like that with Bogdanovich shooting like that, and they have no room for someone, for one player to have like a really bad game. Anyone having a really bad game, they lost.
0: Easily, it's just. I'm just sick of guys. Everybody they sign turns into one job on offense, one job on defense. Like, yeah. like basketball does not work like that.
1: That's no why
0: Terrence Mann got 40. Has he had a 20-point game all year?
1: I don't think so. I don't maybe, think so. He put on 40
0: in the playoffs. You just yeah. – Stanley Johnson had a 10-point quarter. Yeah. I don't understand how they keep looking at these kinds of performances and think like, all right, we'll keep Gobert out there. We'll we'll continue to play small, positionless basketball where Clarkson will get switched on to fucking uh, Devin Booker and get eaten alive in the postseason.
1: Ingles gets switched on to like Montrez Harrell and get eaten alive. Like it's not even it doesn't even have to be a good power forward. It, Ingles is checking them. They're gonna expose them and. And, you know, I know I talk a lot of trash about Ingles, but he's worse now that they've limited his role as much as they have. Like, I didn't have a problem with Ingles, like, being on the team two or three years ago. I know I joked about, like, I didn't like Ingles playing, but I don't think he should even be on the roster anymore. Like, it's at that point to me that they've limited him so much that, he gets in the game and it's like, he looks like he is just looking to see, oh, what can I do and not have an idea of what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Oh, we need someone to pass the ball. Okay. Let me make a bad pass. (laughs) This is, this is crazy, man. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. their,
0: Their coaching has been average for too long.
1: And they keep giving him extensions. He, he has to be like, Like, I don't know if there's a list of the highest paid coaches, but he's up there for sure. Because that last extension he got was like
0: OD, I remember. First of all, Uh, this team, as good as they are now, there's a countless amount of coaches that could step in and keep this team just as good as they are. Oh, for sure.
1: The the Guys at home with no jobs.
0: Exactly. It's time to, to take the risk. If you're not gonna make the roster risk, yeah, you gotta make like a, a structural risk at some point. You and keep Don- looking like the top of the West in the regular season, and you walk in the playoffs average.
1: And Donovan has to step up, man. And say, look, man, this isn't it. Like I know Donovan is a good dude, like he's a really good dude, very loyal guy, but you have to put your foot down, man. And just say, look. Some of these guys got to go because this isn't it. They lost, listen to the teams they lost to and versus the teams they beat. Beat the Celtics, beat the Cavs, beat the 76ers, beat the Wizards, beat the Mavericks, uh, beat the Timberwolves twice, beat the Nuggets. And then we lose to the Raptors. You lose to the Pacers. You lose to the Pistons. You lose to the Lakers. You use, you lose to the Rockets. You lose yeah. to the Spurs.
0: All come on, man, what are you doing,
1: teams.
0: huh? Or mostly non-playoff teams.
1: Yeah, and then they they beat the Wizards. Then came back and lost to the Wizards. I mean, come on, come on, man. I, I don't understand. And this was in a row: the Raptors, Pacers, Pistons, Cavs beat the Nuggets. Came back, lost to the Lakers, the Rockets. that, that was. What seven out of the eight games? Yeah. Yeah, man. They they got some work to do, seriously. Some serious soul searching trade deadlines coming up. I think they should just go ahead and make a big I'm not saying blow it up. They should make a they should take a risk for real. Because
0: I'd I'd take even the risk if I like Conley, who's one of the more dependable pieces, if I could get Grant, I'd take that risk. Conley for Grant? yeah i'm with you on that it's it's to me i just need i need the play style to have to change yeah. It's guys there's too many like three years straight guys are coming in to fit the play style yeah grant grants the way he plays is so explosive that he like he emerges out of that yes the, they don't have enough of that mike conley came in he just fits into what they do because he's a vet yeah They have every fucking member of the roster fits what they do. Yeah. They have more than enough of fit what we do. Yep, And it's something different.
1: The four out one in is just, it's not cut. Oh
0: God. The fucking handoffs. Yeah. Like you think I'm stupid. You think, I don't know. Joe Ingles only goes left. Yes. Or Bogdanovich only goes right
1: into the corner. Bogdanovich would dribble right to the corner every time.
0: Their their players are so limited, and it's it's almost like other coaches know their players' limitations better than Quinn Snyder knows their team's strengths.
1: I'm with you. I mean, I I think that's a fact.
0: Yeah. Unacceptable. Yep. Yeah.
1: And to me, I think, I think Royce O'Neal and Ingles, and maybe even Bogdanovich all three of them could go for one really solid piece and I'd be, I'd be straight or like two nice pieces. I mean, honestly, if they could snag the Ben Simmons, if, Oh yeah. Let's say they went Conley, Conley Clarkson, Ingles for Ben Simmons and Tobias.
0: Is that not an easy trade for you? I wouldn't even think. I wouldn't, like, normally you got to be like, oh, I'll hang up and talk to my people, call you back. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Hold, give me two seconds. I'll <laughs> mute, mute, talk to my people. We're good. Yeah, exactly. I'd be
1: like, oh. you promise?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like yo, like, we're, I need you to write out this agreement ASAP. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's, I mean, like, yeah, oh, seriously, either of the Pacers, Bigs, either one. Pull the trigger, but, man. We need the, something.
0: Dragons would be is, cool. I think the issue is, and to your Donovan point, like it because the team is they're they're winning games every year. Yeah. They're they're a good position to to at least make a run every year. Yeah. It looks like the selfish move to to put your foot down right now. Yeah, it does. But the problem is you you continue to act selflessly and you wake up a decade later, you haven't gotten past the second round and no. the organization is making you sick.
1: Damian Lillard. He's had the chance for eight years to get rid of McCollum
0: Portland. And I like McCollum. How many years, how many years are all this are either like Charles Barkley's excited about Portland or this other analyst is like, Oh, Portland is the dark horse.
1: Everybody. We've talked
0: about Portland countless times. Yeah, this, this that that's where Donovan's career is going, yeah. and and it'll interfere with Portland. We did not see it coming like we we're seeing it with Utah,
1: right? It, and in Portland, they've had so many guys leave, you know, that they thought had promise. The problem with uh, with uh, Utah. These guys are going to age out. Donovan. Donovan's what? 25 or, you know, maybe
0: 24. He's got to be mid twenties. He's been been in the league for what? Three, four years.
1: Yeah. And you think he came after his sophomore year. Ingles got maybe two years left before Ingles is like a bench, like straight bench, maybe not play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And Conley's playing good, but how much more does Conley have as a starter? Not, not I, that I, long. I,
0: I'm not going to lie. I watch now. I know he's having a good year, but I still watch him now, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Right. Right.
1: Rubio's getting kicked around the league. Rondo's getting kicked around the league. Conley is is not that far from them to me. So, it, it, they're gonna age him out. Gobert is gonna age him out soon. I mean, I think Gobert will still be effective because he's huge and he has good legs. But
0: the he's league is gonna
1: change. Yeah. Yeah. but I thought of it is balding. I mean, how much more <laughs> does he have?
0: No, I'm I'm completely with you. But so it's just it's tough for for me to look at them and and think they're gonna do drastic things with their role players. Yeah. Because they always seem hesitant. Yeah, I like think how many places? How many places would Joe Ingles going three for thirteen, or you know, whatever bad shooting percentage he gets? Yeah, how many places would he have gotten benched at Miami sure. for sure? Milwaukee, I was going to say I can't name any sure.
1: teams he would still be playing
0: after that. <laughs> Maybe Golden State. No. But he'd have to be doing other shit well to stay right. In the yeah, water. yeah, yeah. And he's capable of that, but only mm-hmm. going left. Unfortunately, he's capable
1: of going like 0 for 8 and having a double double with assists and rebounds. And the, at yeah, least but, he's affecting the game. But. but
0: too many times he's 0 for 8 and he's not touching the ball for any other reason. Yeah. Or he's 1 for 8. And he's touching the ball all the time, even though Clarkson right. or Donovan or Conley are on the court at the same time.
1: Right. I mean, even even Clarkson is another guy. I mean, I know Clarkson is six man a year and he's a elite off the bench scorer. But I mean, you can you can always make an upgrade, man. There's always somebody that can fit the team better. There's always somebody that is going to add a different element to your game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think a philosophy change could help them too of just I feel like they don't encourage their guys to improve their versatility. I agree. Like you're you just encouraging guys to get better at what they're already working on. Right. You need you need creative versatility in the playoffs.
1: When's the last time you've seen Donovan like dunk off the dribble?
0: He didn't get one. I feel like he got one in one of the Wizards games.
1: I saw him catch a lob in one of the games, like a backdoor lob. But I, my point is, those first three years, he was coming down the lane banging on people like every week. And he still can, but he the, the paint is not as open as it was at those those times. And all they, they changed was Clarkson and uh, Bogdanovich. And, you know, it's not that. Obviously, they're the not only just team.
0: Them. They're somehow the only team in the league that could go small and not open the paint for their star player.
1: Exactly. Exactly. The That's a one
0: fucking in is, problem.
1: Because it, because it gets to the point where. You say, okay, do I want to stop Donovan from dunking on the whole team, or do I want to let Bogdanovich, who's three for thirteen, keep shooting? It's easy. It's easy. Go three for fifteen. I'm not letting Donovan get get fifty. So it's like the problem is none of the guys are good enough to for you to even care about anybody but Donovan. Still, so yeah. But anyway. Um, that's enough for today. Uh, We will come back, talk more about the All-Stars coming up. Maybe some mid-season awards.
0: Got a music episode coming up.
1: Music episode coming up. I'm Stripe music show. Feed coming. That episode, you'll see a new feed. And, um, obviously, the AFC-NFC championships. Um... You got anything else, anything pressing that we missed?
0: Um, not, not that I could think of. I'm excited for these, the football playoffs, man.
1: Yeah, me too. Big time. Big, big, big time. All right. Well, thank you for listening. As always, please subscribe, follow, share. Instagram is back working. Going to keep stuff coming up there. Some engagements and everything. Um. Until then, we'll see you guys.